How would you like to find and buy a business making over $3,000 per month in passive income within just two months of work? Hey, I'm Jared Krause, host of the Buying Online Businesses podcast, and in this episode, I'm talking with Matthew and Ashling, who are a power couple in our Bob community who just bought their first content website. And in this podcast episode, we talk about why Matt and Ashley actually chose to buy a content website for the lifestyle they want and the goals they have moving forward. We also talk about how important it is to connect with the sellers of the business that you're actually buying and why you should do that. We also talk about the mindset Matt and Ashley used and they had to use to be able to take that step to put up the cash for the business and buy the business. We just talk about how long it took Matt to do his first due diligence and why it can take so long at the start and some tips on how you can actually get better at and quicker at doing due diligence. Matt and Ashling also talk about why they recommend all investors to not rush into their first deal and so much more. Now, this is such a valuable episode. You guys are absolutely going to love it. Before we get stuck into this episode, I want to tell you that you should not be rushing in to buy an online business unless you know how to do due diligence. And if you don't have my due diligence framework, you definitely get it. Go to buyingonlinebusiness.com for slash free resources and download my due diligence framework. You can get that for free and it's going to take the guesswork out of buying an online business. There'll be links to that in the show notes too. Let's check out this episode. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish. So from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by Niche Website Builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders dot builders forward slash bob do you want to start investing in websites but don't want to drop twenty thousand dollars or more on your first investment check out odies where you can buy premium aged domains to build a website on and add done for you affiliate site packages to help you grow your website and get seen instead of buying a crummy website that's been built to sell with no authority buy a premium aged domain with built-in authority great SEO and fresh quality content for your website. Odie's right now has a crazy 30% off summer sale on until the end of August. So head to odies.global to check out their great deals. That's O-D-Y-S dot G-L-O-B-A-L. Link will be in the description too. Hey guys, and thanks for coming on and having a chat. Happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. So you bought your first, is it's your first online business, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I want to start from the very, very beginning. Why an online business or how did you even find out about buying an online business? Was it through me or through somewhere else? Do you want to start? Go ahead. I think I was YouTubing and I happened on to you. Okay. One of your posts. And we've been actively looking for businesses. Not just online ones. Yeah. So, and, yeah. But all of them, it's like, they're, it all got to, we have to physically be somewhere. We have to physically do stuff. And we wanted freedom. And just listen to the various podcasts. People are living in Thailand and <laughs> Mexico and moving around. 
and having that freedom, I was a little nervous that if we bought something, it wouldn't be technical enough. I'm an engineer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's a new adventure. There's definitely <laughs> some technical aspects. That's for sure. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Learning curve, but yeah, just the flexibility I think was the key for us. You know, we have two kids and two full-time jobs right now and it's yeah. a schedule. So looking for something to lighten the load a little bit. Yeah. So you're an engineer, Matt. What do you do, Ashling? I'm a commercial negotiator in oil and gas. Okay. Okay, cool. And so do you fly for that or you... Oh, okay. Used yeah. To. I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> used to a lot. Yeah. Well, before yeah, COVID, um, we were both gone at least a week a month. Yeah. At least that's minimum. Okay. And yeah, I was generally traveling to Europe and South America quite a bit. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now you've got this business. I want to talk about it, but what sort of business do you buy? And why did you choose that business model? Like based on you know where you guys are at, like, all right, both of you guys are spending a week per month away from home and the kids. How old are your kids? Six and nine. Okay. And so what sort of business model do you choose to sort of suit this lifestyle that you're wanting to have? No products. <laughs> Preferably yeah. no inventory. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> something a little bit creative. I was really hoping for something with a little creativity to it. Cool. And he was technical, obviously. So, you know, we, we kind of went through, once you discovered that there were these online listings for, for businesses that you could kind of go through and look at and, and look at details, we both kind of just sat down and would like click, you know, save mm-hmm. this one, delete this one, like just cool. based on interest for each of us. Yeah, cool. It, and that's what I say to people is like when you're, first getting into this you can learn the business models like i can teach people that in theory or you can learn it from mm-hmm. wherever but until you like go in and like open up the curtain of the business like yeah. you can go on empire flippers and flipper and all these other brokers and when you look at them and see how they're operating that's when you start to really know and form that opinion of what's going to be the right business model for you right mm-hmm. seeing the pnls helped a lot you can see where the source of income is coming in, like, oh, okay. And then the revenue, uh, all the rest of it, and then the cost. That's what helped me picture it. Yeah, awesome. I was speaking to two brothers yesterday or the day before, and they're in the community as well. And like, we are, we want to buy a, a business. We didn't know you could buy an online business. We've been looking for a brick and mortar business. And then like, one of them's like, I love to travel and spend money. And my brother has a family and he wants to spend money in his family. <laughs> so they wanted to do that together so they could both have the best of both worlds, which is which is quite cool. So how long ago did you join the community? Do you I think, think in, June. in June. I think it was in June. Yeah. So what are we in now? September. June, yeah. July, August, September. Okay, cool. Yeah, we actually had the offer accepted August 13th. Okay. Oh. So it's so you went from joining in June to having your offer accepted. So that's about two months. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's it cool. Quick. It was quick. Well, I don't know how many hours of video and podcast <laughs> I consume, but I probably watched almost every one that you did and it all not almost all of my empire flippers and just listening and, you know, little tidbits here and there. And he didn't even tell me he had joined this community until July. So I found okay. out. <laughs> it's it's funny because people will hear oh you can do this and you can buy something in two months but i'm so glad that you mentioned that matt is like the reality is like you just fire hose content through down just smashed it right 
I guess and as you can imagine in our our industry wasn't doing so well through COVID and such. And so we kind of had a good push to like, we really want to yeah. do something different. And so we had a lot of energy to put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, it's it's good to ex- like explain that because people might have the idea of like, oh, I can do this in two months. But if you got time off, you can smash through the work. It's It depends. Like you probably have done like six months of work for what somebody else may have done. So yeah, not rushing is important. Making sure that you like do have yeah, yeah. the things Very, in place. The, the, your due diligence checklist helped a lot. I think the yeah. first time I did it, it took me I think two days. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? What is that? But then after I got to the you know I think the seventh, eighth one, it came really <laughs> easy, and I could see where you're going. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. A lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of effort. I mean, I was speaking to Devin yesterday, who's in the mastermind, and I was he's like, oh, I want to buy this size business and I'll do all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, look, dude, it's gonna it's gonna take you some time. You're gonna watch a video of me in the community where I do due diligence mm-hmm. in under an hour. <laughs> but how like I've done due diligence on like I don't even know, thousands and thousands on thousands. Yeah. And I said to him, like, it's gonna take you maybe a day or two or three just to get through your first due diligence checklist and do it right. You've got all these tabs open. You're like, all right, so where do I find this piece of information for this piece to understand that? And then what does that even mean on top of that? So yeah, it takes it definitely takes time. So what's what sort of business do you guys buy? We bought a mommy blog. Yeah. <laughs> Content marketing. Content. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, motherhood, post-birth, breastfeeding, that sort of thing, uh, focused. And you, you like the creative side of that, Ashling? I do. I do. Yeah. And it's obviously something I can get behind. I know quite a bit about it um, just from experience and also lots of friends and, and people um, that I've you know worked with and, and gone through it with. Um, mm. So there's a lot, there's a lot to learn though, in terms of the creativity and how to market it properly. And then all the affiliate links and that sort of thing. So that's what, that's where we're getting into things mm-hmm. and, and sorting out understanding the affiliates and how to grow that side of the business and the marketing and yeah perfect and so be the next uh, the next step for this this particular one has a big opportunity remaining in the social media side yeah getting that extra channel of traffic to de-risk the business right so what's percentage of is it 100% affiliate or is it a bit of affiliate bit of ads or majority of ads yeah. With Ad Thrive and then the rest are affiliates. So mm-hmm. Amazon's actually the, the smallest bit of the bunch. Um, right. So there's some they've unique got, niche products. Yeah, they've got some good affiliates with products. That, actually, with the original, original owner of this uh, website, she had a product that she actually sold this to to go focus on. And that is still attached to the website and is doing really well. So that's a big one. Um, awesome. And then a few other products, similar, mm-hmm. you know, protein powders for breastfeeding moms and things like that, kind of very niche things. Awesome. 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 And so that sounds like it was definitely an attractive part or attractive reason of why you bought the business, diversification of income um, and the potential as well. What other sort of things, just for people listening that are like, oh, I want to buy my first, you know, my first business, what other things was attractive about this business that you bought compared to some of the other ones that you looked at? The sellers. Just listening to different podcasts, you can tell the different personalities out there. 
Mm. And so when, when we actually did our in-person, they had you know, they the same demographic, parents, kids. They're, of course, more advanced in the whole, and they wanted to take this and hand it off, and they're going to go do something else. And, and that, that was a big one. And, um, and we're really looking forward to actually, we're going to go see them, uh, I think, next month. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just be able to connect with them, especially being our first business. And we have so much to learn. And we wanted to make sure that we were going to yeah. be able to get along with the people that we needed to learn from the most. So that's such a big part of it. You've heard me talk about this so many times, probably, Matt. Like the relationship mm-hmm. you build can end up being more valuable than the asset yeah. that you even purchase. So, what were some of the things that you noticed with like building the relationship with them compared to some of the other sellers? Like, and what sort of things did you do that you think allowed you to to actually connect like that? You know, I, I know it's weird questions. to talk about and break down, but I mean, you're an engineer as well, so yeah. <laughs> most we supposed to be supposed to be questioned, but it wasn't really until we had the one on one Zoom call Zoom with call with them, and just I had quite a few questions already, and. A lot of them based on your checklist, yeah. And and the owner, uh, the guy of the of the partnership, he's very technical as well. He's way more technical yeah. in this aspect of things, but he was like, "You're asking all the right questions." You know, yeah. he was very kind of positive and encouraged that you know Matt had done so much work and due diligence already. Yeah. Um, so you know, for for newbies, he seemed to think we were on the right track. So that that made us feel yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's the whole goal of the course is to get you guys from newbie to like, oh, you actually know what you're talking about, even though it's like super fresh still. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's cool. So you're actually going to go and see them and and catch up. We asked as part of the the closing deal to include a in-person meeting of a date and time agreed upon, you know, and they they actually were really hoping for that too. So I think that'll work out well. That's amazing. I think through like the hundreds of people that have been through the community, there's been like three people that have caught up with sellers before because it's pretty very rare. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's cool. Look forward to hearing more about that. And I think we skipped over something important that I wanted to ask, which is about the due diligence again. Like you mentioned, it took you a bit of time to do your first due diligence. Mm -hmm. In that condensed time space of two months how many due diligences did you do how many sites did you look at and then how many do you remember how many you submitted to me i think there's a few i i submitted maybe one or two okay because i would get to a point and i'll be like okay this is not it and i was able to get to that point and of course i did like everyone else i started on the low end of the spectrum like well there's really not much here you mean low end of the spectrum in terms of uh price Price. price, yeah. So, yeah. like, what price do you actually open up more chance of success for our skill level? And that's kind of where I was going. And when you you can kind of see the layers come in, the different revenue, the they have some stuff third partied. You know, it's starting to form up nicely instead of just you know, here's a site, see you later, give me my money. Yeah, as far uh, as the total, I, I think you said seven or eight. Yeah, there's quite probably. a few. Yeah, that's not include the ones I just dumped when I first saw the something I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, and the, on top of that is like the sifting, right? Is going through the brokers, like opening up each tab, like open a new tab, open a new tab for all these ones, and then you look at it like, oh, that's not it. Close that tab. That's not it. And you might open seven or eight tabs, and you got like one that you like. Okay, I could do due diligence on. Then you go through the due diligence, you're like halfway through, and like, mm, no. Yeah. 
So um, are you open to talking about round figures for people like where you were looking sure. at? I mean, yeah, that was a big topic on our the campfire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the week. Yeah. So, so just for people listening, the campfire is a, uh, we do a buying online business, the campfire There's a little virtual event that we hang out on, which was, how did you, how did you find that, Matt? Uh, you sent an email out. <laughs> Sorry. You, you emailed me. Did you like it though? Oh, how'd I find it? Oh yeah. yeah it was, um, if you don't show up, you never know what you're going to find, right? Yeah. So it was, it was definitely interesting to hear uh, the other people on that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, where did you, what sort of size business did you start looking at? You know, how much do you spend on your first one and why did you decide around that price mm-hmm. point? I mean, of course, I always started at the low end. Yeah, I was looking really conservative yeah, initially because like, you know, this was making me tens, really nervous. <laughs> the tens of thousands. And then, yeah. and then, of course, you look at the ones that are several hundred thousand and go into the millions and you're like well that's some that's some serious money yeah. and so we kind of landed uh about 100 uh, 100 and a half yeah just about. yeah and that was i mean it's a risk yeah it's one that totally flops because of us or because of google or whatever else yeah it's a risk we're willing to take so yeah and learn some new skills yeah it's not something I think will totally flop. You know what I mean? I don't think it's one of those things that'll just poof and dissolve. No. There'll always be something there. It's just a matter of could we get out of it? Mm-hmm. What we put into it? We'll have to see. By the sounds of the business and the looks of the business, it looked pretty good from memory. Uh, that's for sure. And the different revenue streams, I like that mostly ads and then some affiliate and it's split up between different affiliates. And then you've also got the potential with the, you know, the info product and the proteins and stuff like that so mm-hmm. did you say 150 mm-hmm. and what multiple are we looking at 42 yeah it was 40 yeah it was in the low 40s i couldn't remember 42 or 43 i think yeah 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 and this was a empire flippers listing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah cool cool and, and how did you find they yeah they're good aren't they yeah very helpful and they're, they run it as a business, which, you know, we have to remember they are brokers, you know, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> okay, so through the transition period, they've been, yeah. they've been good and helpful migration yeah. and all that. And so Ashling, did you get in and break down and do some due diligence? Was that your part or you're like, all right, you Matt, you do the buying and I'll do the, do the, <laughs> no, do the growing. I, I, did some. I mean, I didn't go through the whole thing as he did, but I went through bits and pieces of it with him and more was kind of examining content, understanding where she was going with it, what she was doing and, you know, where is there room for growth and understanding Mm -hmm. even before we talked to them that they had a pretty good um, Pinterest business going, but really nothing on Facebook and quite a bit of followers and Instagram too. So there's a lot of room there for growth. And so seeing that there was room for growth was encouraging that we could grow it and not just take it over and just kind Mm -hmm. of carry it through just to actually make it something bigger. Yeah, not just maintain it. <laughs> yeah. You want to get your ROI back a lot quicker, right? So fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if you set out a good plan for, for growth and you focus on the right things, I, I don't see why you can't. I mean, you've done this for many, many people in many different businesses, specifically a lot of content businesses in in the mastermind. And if you just focus on the right things and do it the right way, you can you can end up growing it with with less work, which a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. hang on, how can you yeah. <laughs> how can you do that? But it's really is honing in on like the one or two things that you need to just focus on that's going to drive it. So through this 
process through this period, either collectively or separately, what do you guys think was like the, the toughest part of the, the whole thing, the journey? Pulling the trigger. <laughs> yeah, pulling the trigger was tough. To make the actual decision. Like, are we, are we going to do this? Yeah. Are we really going to do it? Because mm-hmm. for now, we both do have two full-time jobs and two kids to yeah. juggle. So, you know, we still want to make something of it, but ultimately, hopefully provide some freedom yeah. in the end. So. With yeah. the goal in mind, it made it easier, but but actually pulling that trigger was the hardest yeah. part for me anyway. Transferring the money, you're yeah. like, oh, oh, gut punch. What? <laughs> what was, yeah, I know, right? It is, especially when you're buying it cash and it's out of the bank account. You're like, oh, yeah. What was the mind? What was going through the head? Like, when you're like, all right, we're going to purchase this. Like, what did you like? I like to think about like worst case scenarios and what could happen. And if this happens, then what? And I like to have really good like anchors and things like mm-hmm. I, I believe I have a solid foundation in terms of my mindset. And that's been because I've collapsed this over a long time, but for you guys, and we do this through our careers as, as well. Like we build our mindset up through life and, and, and their careers. But what, what were some of the things that are going through your head? You're like, Oh, what were the, what were the scary thoughts and what were the thoughts that made you go through with it? Seeing this other couple, the sellers mm-hmm. do basically the same thing and say, we can do this. You know, yeah. I, I have no doubt in our skill set that we can actually do it. So yeah. it's just a matter of jumping in. Yeah, awesome. And so I want to talk about where it's at, where you want to go. And then like in in the coming years, because right now this isn't going to be something that's going to replace both your incomes right away. So how many hours does this business take for just managing it? Then what are you guys going to be able to do in terms of growth for it? I think right now we agreed to 10 hours minimum starting up and not getting too anxious and changing just basically just get on the bike let's get going let's get the basics down then we can start doing the small tweaks one at a time and see how they respond yeah yeah and get the feedback Um, yeah awesome what i like to do that's a key word is feedback what i like to teach people is like how to listen Mm -hmm. so a business is actually talking to us it's an entity it's talking to us and it's got a story and if we just know how to listen to that like it's telling us what we should do if we know how to listen and tune into it it's telling us what we need to do to grow for it to grow or or problems are gonna be there or are coming up but if we know how to tune in and listen to it then we can then we can really grow and i'm so glad that you have understood that of like let's just let's just like not go in with guns blazing type thing. Yeah. <laughs> but easy to do. There's a lot of shiny yeah. objects to, to, to chase for sure. Yeah, yeah. So many shiny objects. So there's this business. So are you looking at growing this, flipping it, growing it, holding and buying another one? Where do you wanna where do you want to go with this? Right now grow grow and hold and see. Yeah. Basically are learning the baby one. Grow, hold, maybe never sell. I mean, it, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Sometimes you buy things and someone offers you something you can't turn down, which is always exactly. a good place to be in. <laughs> yeah. So. Or or you or you get to the point where the sellers of this business were and like let let's we're gonna yeah. move on from this, you know. It is a good niche. It's a great niche, it's an evergreen niche, but you might get to a phase in five years, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, cool. So what do you guys think that was like one thing that you found that was like the most helpful? thing on your whole journey to to buying the business was there a podcast was there a the checklist i mean the the amount of resources i mean you you can google yourself to death on the topic but 
you got a pretty good resource base going on, you know, collected in one spot. Yeah. With some kind of methodology to build on mm-hmm. instead of just, oh, oh I got to read about this now. Well, what, what is Google updated something? I got to read about that. It, you can get really off track pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And there's so much noise. And sometimes people think like, why would I join a membership when I can get the content out there for free on the whole World Wide Web? And they think they're paying for content in a membership. But they really is paying. (laughs) Sorry? Go to the library too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, there's a lot. There is a whole library there. But what you're really paying for is like the structure and the order and like the method. Like, mm-hmm. like start here, step one, two, three, four, all the way through rather than like what you said, okay, I'll Google this bit and then Google that. And then you have to try and organize that in your head, which takes up capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah it's, like it's, I said, I, I came into the picture later on this and uh, I found it really organized really well and just methodically it was very easy to follow. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Really do appreciate that. And so, there's so many people listening to this like, all right, I want to I want to do this. I want to buy something like this so I can start growing my own little my mm-hmm. own little thing on the side. What's the advice that you would give to them as either couples or individuals or just people in the space wanting to do it but maybe struggling to? Make sure it's something that you can both get behind. It it's an interesting topic for me and niche for me, but it's also has the technical background for him to keep him interested. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think you can maintain your interest long enough to stick with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything to add to that, Matt, do you think? Yeah, probably a lot of the topics I've noticed on the site was um, the finances. I know we're, we're, I guess, probably in the older demographics of this community, but... um, I, d- I doubt it. <laughs> well, I don't know, but you know, a lot of younger ones, but um, don't get in a hurry. Like, yeah. If you don't have the funds, save your money. It's going to come. A lot of young guys want to do everything at once. And you're like, man, just put the money away, make a plan and you're going to learn. And eventually you're going to have the cash to, to do it. The financing part of this, I, I, if I was a banker, I'd be. <laughs> Sorry. You know, well, if I was a banker, I wouldn't loan on it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're you're banking on the person behind the behind the computer. So it's that's, um yeah, and the risk that's involved with the algorithms and stuff. That's why the financial institutions are so slow to it. But to touch on your point, Matt, like is so good and so spot on of like don't rush this because you can't really rush your way to wealth. I think re- like real wealth. You can rush your way to getting rich and and being lucky. Mm-hmm. But if you're young and you're rushed into it, that money can come, can go just as quick as it can come. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that in my life before <laughs> when I went through a pretty lucky period in, in, in my earlier stage in business where I was just like, I just need to spend. And one of my mentors was like, Jared, like you're making some good money here, but it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. But I was still young, didn't listen to it. And I've learned because I was that guy that was like, I want this, I want this result yesterday. And I, what I learned is to change, to, to flip the script really helps of like, 
you know, time is against me. I need to get this now. If you understand that time isn't against you, time is actually with you if you think about it in terms of compounding and Mm -hmm. making the right decision at the right time in the right way, it can prevent you from going here, back, here, back, 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 and all the way back to multiple failures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm so glad that you brought that up, Matt. That's really good. I would say definitely like keep looking, like look early. And look at tons of businesses so that you get the ideas of what's out there, but just don't be upset if you miss out on one because the right one will come along when you're ready. Yeah, Yeah, there's um, a lot of ways to lose money. (laughs) (laughs) There is. And and once you recognize that, you'll know when a good deal shows up. (laughs) Yeah, awesome, awesome. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate just just chatting to you. Thank you. Matt and Ashling. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Congratulations on buying your first online business. For those of you who are listening, if you want to buy an online business to earn a passive income, just like Matt and Ashling have done, come and join our buying online business community. We've been seeing people buy businesses every week now. It's inspiring. It's cool to see people be able to work towards ditching their day job and earn an income online. So there'll be a link to that in the show notes too. And I look forward to seeing you in there. Hey, YouTube watcher, if you thought that video is good, you should check out this video here on the two best types of websites beginners should buy. Or check out my playlist on how I made my first 100K from buying websites and how to do due diligence. Check it out. It's an awesome playlist. You'll enjoy it.